everybody, welcome back to Wicked Good Sports. This is the way we stand, and we're joined as ours by Rhett Conway. Rhett, how you doing? Doing pretty good, Brian. Uh, glad to hear it. Uh, despite the one 0 loss to Man City in the fourth round of the FA Cup, what happened here? Uh, honestly, it it was one of those matches. It was very cagey. It seemed like no one really knew exactly what they wanted to do. No one was pressing. Uh, both both sides came out with pretty much their normal attack, and then a very rotated squad at the defense. I would argue that Arsenal rotate a little bit more, but you know that's it's always easy for Man City to rotate. They have the depths to do that with. Uh, but a front line for Man City of Grealish, Gundogan, uh, <clears throat> excuse me, Kevin De Bruyne, Mares, and Holland, and 0.5 expected goals. That was very, very good by a defense of ours that was completely rotated, apart from uh, Big Gabby. Big Gabby played. Everyone else was not in the starting 11 on our defense. I was very happy with the way we played. Um, Man City probably did deserve to win. I think that that's absolutely fine. But when you look at where Arsenal is right now, it, it's it, it's twofold. One, it's the FA Cup, and we want to win the FA Cup. Of course we do. But that's more matches. Like I think it would be five or six more matches that we would have to play if we were to win the FA Cup. That's more legs on a squad that everyone keeps saying isn't deep enough, isn't deep enough. So not having those extra games, I'm actually okay with. And then secondly, for our rotated defense to hold them to be that quiet at the Etihad, yeah, it's a loss, and yeah, it would have been – great to win but starting to feel some confidence you know i'm not that scared of man city anymore and that's very nice that's good yeah because uh, a couple weeks from now uh actually exactly two weeks from today uh february the first when we're recording gonna play them uh for real as you said before we started recording no yeah the FA i mean Cup obviously I, yeah the fa cup's for real but right now that that is going to be a huge match at the Emirates. And if Arsenal get, if Arsenal win that match, we have to be favorites to win the mm-hmm. league at that point. You know, people have been talking about, oh, how long is Arsenal going to hold on? Well, when are we going to start calling them title challengers? I think now we're title challengers. We beat Man City at home in two weeks. That makes us favorites. Full stop. Definitely. And let's not get too far ahead of ourselves. Everton this Saturday, 730 Bright and early for us. Um, how are you feeling about this matchup? Uh, so Everton, on paper, we should run over them. And I really hope that we do. However, we've lost our last four trips to Goodison Park. I, it's inexplicable. We should not have lost last year. Last year's loss was inexplicable. This Everton team's going to have a brand new coach in Sean Dyche. They got him, old Burnley manager. Um so I'm a little worried about the whole Everton of it all. I'm a little worried about the new manager bounce. However, we're just coming off a loss, and there's nothing quite like a loss to galvanize a team. So yeah, very true. I mean, honestly, my heart says four nil. My head says probably three <laughs> nil. Okay. My stomach says somehow we're gonna find a way to bungle it, but mm-hmm. we're not that team anymore. We'll be all right. All right. So are you gonna be at the beer garden? No, I'm gonna be. I'm gonna have to miss this one. This okay. one I'm gonna be out. 
What's the next one that you're going to be there to, to give a little plug? Uh, going to be at the Brentford one, no doubt. Brentford, that no is doubt. Saturday Definitely the 11th, 10 a.m. Yep. And plus yep. 10 at 10 a.m., a little more socially acceptable to be drinking uh, drinking beer, right? At 7.30. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Hopefully, we'll have some exciting news to share on the 11th. Mm. So we'll see. Well, speaking of news, uh, any transfer news? Yeah, yeah, lots of transfer news. Um, so Arsenal had a couple of their top picks. We had been going after Mudrik forever and ever and ever. It seemed like this horrible will-they-won't-they they romance that just never freaking ended. Um, Chelsea was willing to pay a higher number than us. It was really that simple. So instead of getting Mudrik, we got Trossard. Um, really shrewd bit of business. It happened in 24 hours from when it was first, oh, maybe we're interested in this guy too. He's in an Arsenal shirt. Uh, he's 28. He costs 27 million. Mudrik's 22 and he costs 80 million. Mudrik definitely has a higher ceiling. He's got more years. Look at all these things he can be able to do. However, right now, I think Trossard does a better job for us for this season and the next couple seasons. You know, I have no idea what Mudrik's going to be like in a year. But right now, Trossard is PL proven. He looked great in that Manchester United match. He looked phenomenal. He looked good against City. I think he's he's a very good pickup. You know, he wasn't our first, but the guy that we pivoted to was great. Um, then we picked up a young Polish defender called Kivior. Uh, I think, yeah, Arteta's been on him for a while. I do not watch a ton of Serie A. He was playing for Spezia Calcio, I believe. Um, cost $25 million. They love him. We need Rob Holding coverage. I don't like that our third-choice center back is Rob Holding. That's not... I, I love Rob. He's a gunner. He loves it here, but I would like to have a little bit more depth. And this is something that Kivior could improve into. It'd be very good. And then the last little bit is uh, Jorginho. What a steal this is. A lot of Arsenal fans don't like him and don't like this. I think they're out of their minds. I think he is exactly what we needed. And it was a lot like Mudrik. We wanted uh, Sacedo from Brighton, and Brighton was just not willing to sell him. This full stop, we're not going to do it. We bumped up our bids a couple times. They're like, no, we're not having any of this. Um, so we pivoted to Jorginho. Yes, he's older, uh, but he costs $12 million. We gave him a year-and-a-half contract with an option for uh, another year on the end of it. He has better stats than Party does in this current season, in this dysfunctional Chelsea team that you never know what you're going to get. And Arteta has been in love with him for years. You know, there's interviews going back to 2019 talking about how he tried desperately to get Jorginho at Man City before Chelsea picked him up. So I, I think he's going to be great. Our biggest problem was that number six role, that center defensive mid. I think Jorginho plugs it. Yes, he doesn't have the pace. But he also is one of those guys. He has more interceptions than Party does, and the big reasons why is because you don't need the pace if you're already going to be standing where you need to be. And on top of that, we have pace for days around him. I think he's going to fit in wonderfully. And I think of the top four, Arsenal had the best window. Newcastle got Gordon, and that was good. Um, Man City got rid of Concello, and that was it. And 
United just lost Erickson until May, and they had to get a couple loans in, but nothing that strengthens the team going forward. I'm very happy with this window. It's also a January window. Yeah, if we had two months over the summer and this is what we picked up, I would be a little bit frustrated. But to right. be able to strengthen yourself in the middle like this in the prices that we paid for people, just absolutely amazing. It's exactly what it's it's what we needed to do because we want to go get rice in the summer. And I'm I'm very happy with it. Awesome. All right. So as everyone knows, Swing at Chins premieres same day as this on the Swing at Chins channel. Uh, top link in the description down below. Tee it up, Rat. What are you guys covering this week? Uh, uh, it's got a lot of transfer news. A lot, a lot of transfer news. Chelsea just spent $611 million oh since, God. well, sorry, million euros since mm. Todd Bowley took over in the summer. Right. They dropped $120 million on Enzo Fernandez on deadline day. Um, going to talk about, go into more of Aaron's thoughts on the FA Cup talk about the EFL Cup. The final has been set. It is Newcastle United versus Manchester United. Um, And then, yeah, kind of looking ahead. What we're looking for, what's going on. Liverpool didn't seem to strengthen. Man City didn't strengthen. Chelsea didn't do the one thing they needed to do. We're going to talk about all this stuff. So make sure you head over to Swingin' It's Chance. Watch the podcast. Yes, please do. And other than that, is there anything you want to plug going forward? No, I think I'm all set. Awesome. So uh, you can follow me on Twitter at the Fake Martins. We may our, our channel is on Twitter at Wicked Good Sport. It's on Instagram at Wicked Good Sports, and also on TikTok at Wicked Good Sports. And we're obviously on Twitch at twitch.tv slash Wicked Good Everything. So now we get sports. Maybe one day we have some plans going. But uh, yeah, check that. Check all those out. Check out our podcasting channel, Better Radio, uh, for our latest podcast on The Last of Us. If you're into TV other than sports. And uh, other than that, Brett, thank you so much for your time. Thank you, Brad. We'll see you all in the next one.